all the time wasting no way. Fear not what might not be, but focus on what could be. Own your destiny. Command your future. Know why you are meant to succeed. Welcome back to another week and episode of The Why Behind You. Hey, you know, it's a great start to the year. I think we're all kind of fast paced. It's amazing that we've already gotten through January already into February, right? This year is already kicking off in a very, very fast fashion and way. But I want to focus in a little bit on this week's topic of, you know, how do we pull ourselves, expand ourselves, stretch ourselves out of our comfort zone, right? You know, last couple of weeks, we talked about new beginnings and how the idea of new can lead to unusual levels of uncertainty, anxiety, um, you know, just that unfamiliar, uncomfortable, unsettling scenario. And these are the realities that we face on a daily basis. And the question is, it's a very simple one, right? How do you respond to that situation? How will you and how have you? How will you do things a little bit differently moving forward when you're faced with these scenarios? Because as we know, time is continuing to, to, to move forward. Father, time always wins, right? Because it constantly, constantly moves forward. So are you going to be a person that identifies opportunity within yourself, within your surroundings, and continue to evolve beyond where you are right now? That's a really, really important thing. I've focused on this quite a bit over the last you know, couple of years um, as I reflect on my journey and how I've continued to evolve in certain skill sets and certain areas, certain personality traits of just how I've come to the person that I am today. And it was just the evolution. It was just the constant focus on doing something different, something new, stretching myself. And I'm going to challenge you with that. I'm going to challenge you with that. You know, do you face the idea of change, the idea of new, the idea of uncertainty head on? Do you embrace the nuance of not knowing what's next, what's lurking around that next corner, or what's through that next door? Do you embrace that? Or do you find yourself in a very consistent but familiar place of falling into the all-too-familiar comfort zone? You know, when we can find ourselves in an unfamiliar place on a daily basis, it's very, very unnerving, right? Because one, one of the easiest things to do is to revert back to what we know best, that thing that we are most comfortable with that place that we're most comfortable with, that safe space. But think about it. When we do that, are we really allowing ourselves to move forward? Sometimes maybe yes, depending on how it's being approached. Other times, probably not so much. But are we realistic about that? And one of the things that I like to focus a lot of energy and effort around is, you know, understanding that everything, everyone, and every situation doesn't necessarily deserve your energy. Every scenario that you're in can either test you, push you to new limits and new heights, or it can cause you to clam up and, and hide in a shell. But at the end of the day, whatever decision, whatever path you decide to go on, don't complain about it if you chose it. But this is not what that's about. I don't want you to clam up. I don't want you to actually be uncomfortable uh, in a scenario where you don't move forward, you're too fearful to actually take the next step. I want this to be an idea, a mindset, a reset of your thoughts, of your processes of 
push the limits, push the boundaries. Because you know what? That is what evolves you as a person. And then when you look back on the journey of life, on the journey of your life, you actually see how amazing that journey and all these experiences you had and all these decisions that you made to step forward and not stay complacent or fall back. Okay? Think about the last time you did something for the first time. And I'm going to say that again because I want you to really think about that. Think about the last time you did something for the first time. What was that feeling like? You know, what was it? I mean, I can tell you, I know when I sat and truly thought about that as I was going through this and preparing for this session or this um, this uh, episode, I was just like, man, you know, how, how many times have I been in a situation where I'm thinking about something, I'm navigating through it, and I know I need to do something different? What was that feeling? Feeling of just nervousness sometimes, feeling of being uncomfortable, feeling of doubt, questions, all those things set in, and that's normal, okay? And you should have that when it's something new and unfamiliar. You should have those feelings. If not, is it really something that you're unfamiliar with? Is it truly an uncomfortable zone? Probably not if you don't have those feelings, those questions, or those doubts, all right? So I bet it was unsettling. And you didn't know what to expect. And you had a lot of questions, a lot of doubt, questions about yourself. But when you look back on your journey and how you've evolved even to this point now, it might seem very different now because your confidence and your comfort with that old new thing has come a long way. Remember, I want you to remember this. Anything new and unfamiliar stands the chance of pushing the boundaries of your comfort zone. Anything, not everything, but anything potentially new can push the boundaries of your comfort zone. And it should, if it's truly something that means that, that, that your best interests are at heart or that it's going to evolve and grow you to be a better you. Former First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt once said, do one thing every day that scares you. Do one thing every day that scares you. It doesn't matter how big or how small that one thing is, as long as you just do it. Because the reality is this. As you do things that you're not familiar with, as you do things that are not in your norm, it's something new. It's something different. But even consciously and subconsciously, it's stretching your skill sets. It's stressing your personality. It's stretching who you are, and that's how you build greater confidence in areas that you didn't have before. Here's the reality. I used to have one train of thought on the whole comfort zone idea. And that was that you had, in order to grow, you had to completely step out of your comfort zone. In order to grow and evolve, you had to completely move yourself out of your comfort zone into an uncomfortable zone in order to truly grow and evolve. Because how do you grow if you don't expose yourself to new scenarios, new situations, new experiences? How do you grow? But as I've continued to evolve and grow in my journey in life, 
I found a little flaw in my, my way of thinking about that. I've always said, step out of your comfort zone and learn to get uncomfortable. And once you've managed to build your skill and your confidence and become more comfortable in whatever that is, then it's time for you to find a new uncomfortable. I still live by that. I still believe that. But slight twist, my new reality is you don't have to completely step out of your comfort zone. You just need to expand it. One experience at a time. And I'll harp on that. I'll reiterate that <laughs> as we're talking today. But before we move too far ahead, let's discuss, discuss what does it mean and what is meant by comfort zone? You know, positive psychology defines um, the comfort zone as behavioral state within which a person operates in an anxiety-neutral condition, using a limited set of behaviors to deliver a steady level of performance, usually without a sense of risk. And I want you to think about that word risk, all right? Think about some of the key things that, that were just said. Anxiety-neutral, risk-free. What is that? All of that, it's the easy zone. It's the easy button. How many times have you had the conversation or you're talking um, or you see, you, you evaluate life's experiences, things you've gone through, challenges you've overcome, hurdles, adversity that you've actually encountered, successes that you've actually endured? How many times have you looked at those things and said, hey, the things that were the easiest, did you value those things as much as the ones that you had to persevere through a little bit of hardship and a bit more adversity or a bit more struggle in order to accomplish? Which one did you value most? And that's going to be different for everyone. I can tell you for myself, I remember the things that I had to put a bit more effort and energy into that didn't just come as an easy because I didn't value it as much. It just didn't stick as much. It wasn't something that was as memorable, right? But anxiety neutral, risk-free, that's the easy button. It's the easy zone because we're less inclined to venture into the realm of the unknown when there is a heightened risk, unfamiliarity, and question. It pushes us to stay in a space of comfort and familiarity because it offers us what? Greater predictability. We know what the outcome could potentially be. We control the odds a lot better. We control them more because we understand what the potential outcome is going to be. You know, it's not easy stepping out on faith and intuition to explore something different that will not only challenge you, but possibly test your mental and emotional state and sometimes even your physical capacity. You know, we take a, take a second step here and look at another uh, definition of it from LinkedIn. LinkedIn states that comfort zone is a behavioral space where your activities and behaviors fit a routine and pattern that minimizes stress and risk. Here's that word again, risk. It provides a state of mental security. That was an interesting point, and I, I want to highlight that for a second around the idea of security. You know, security can be a very calming thing. In most cases it is, but security can also be a handicap, the mentality and the mindset around it, right? 
because you think about how comfortable it feels to have an idea of, of a security blanket or the idea of a security blanket. You know, you put your alarm on in your house, you feel more secure, right? If you have someone that's kind of a bodyguard or protecting you, you definitely feel more secure, which is good. And you need that. We all need that. As we think about the mental and psychological side behind it, does that security blanket in some ways that we all need, does it have an inverse effect sometimes of handicapping our ability or our decision to take risk? Probably not. Maybe it does. Or maybe that security blanket gives us more of a reason to take a risk because we know we have something to fall back on. When you have that security blanket, and that's the point I just alluded to, a lot of times we're more willing to do more, take more risk. When you know the chances of unpredictable outcomes happening are minimal to non-existent. But let's put that aside. What do we do when that security blanket is not there? When we can't see it, we can't feel it. Are we willing to take the same risk when that perceivable security blanket is not there? A lot of cases, a lot of times, no, we're not. But that's where we hit the fork in the road and we have to consciously make the decision based on what our goal and what our intentions are. Do we go right or do we go left? And what decision is that going to make? But think it through and stand by it. I've evolved in a lot of ways in my life, and I actually focus a ton on, you know what? Take risk. Take calculated risk. Don't take unnecessary risk. Take calculated risk. But make sure you've thought through the plan, the idea of what you're trying to do. What's your accomplished goal? Or what do you want the accomplished goal to be? And when you understand that, you know that, then you identify what risk are worth the energy, effort, and time, and which ones are not, maybe at this point in time. But the bottom line is, when you don't know the outcome, when your next steps aren't as predictable, you naturally become more risk averse. And it's for that reason I've evolved in my way of thinking of expanding your comfort zone. Because you have to be willing to put yourself in uncomfortable situations, but you also have to have a healthy amount of foundational intradependencies present at all times. Okay, and let's not confuse intradependencies with interdependencies. And I'm going to clarify that intradependencies indicate something that is happening within the same group or place, i.e. you or me internally. I have to have a level of skill, a level of comfort, a level of understanding of what my abilities are, what my strengths are. I have to have a healthy level and of that, but also a knowledge of that. So that when I actually start working on expanding and pushing the boundaries of my comfort zone, I know what I can fall back on. That's your internal security blanket. Interdependencies refer to something that is happening between two or more places or groups, right? You and someone else, me and a mentor of mine or a coach. You know, that's an external security blanket knowing that that person or individual or group of people are there to support you if you fall, 
They're there to support you when you succeed. They're there to cheer you on. Okay? So interdependencies will help to give you that balance of the uncomfortable comfort zone. And I mean that in that particular way, the uncomfortable comfort zone. You have to have a healthy balance of those interdependencies. So shift your mindset to maintain a strong balance of interdependencies from your comfort zone versus unfamiliarity in your uncomfortable zone. But let's shift a little bit. Let's talk about the journey from your comfort zone to new growth. Right? We'll go back to an article in Positive Psychology uh, where it shares a journey map. If you have a chance to go look at it, I would actually you know, research that because it's a very good pictorial image and display of the journey and the steps. And they talk about four primary phases of the comfort to growth journey. And as we've been talking about just now, your actual comfort zone, where you start, what do we say earlier? It's the safe, it's the easy button. It's where you feel safe and you feel more in control. As we talked about it, it's greater predictability, right? But then you shift, once you make the decision, remember the fork in the road we're talking about, once you make that decision to go right or to go left, and you depict the definitive path at this phase or at this point, then you start stepping into the realm of pushing the boundaries of your comfort zone. Remember we talked about that? And you start getting into a fear zone because it's unpredictable. You don't really know what the outcome is going to be. And where does that fear come from? That fear can be internally driven because you don't understand what's next. You're challenging and questioning your ability. Okay? Those things are, are natural. Again, as we talked about earlier, it's very natural. It's innate. It's a natural process. That's how you know you're pushing the boundaries of your comfort zone. That can be internally driven. But you can also have that fear zone that has the influence of external factors affected by other people's opinions. You may have friends around you or a group of people or a mentor or a coach or someone that may share their experiences in their journey, and that creates a heightened sense of fear and questionable scenarios for you. And what does that do? Sometimes when you get to that point where you get in your own head or you allow other people around you to get into your head, then you start potentially finding excuses for not doing things, for not moving forward, for not challenging yourself. And then potentially doubt sets in. And now all of a sudden, you start developing a lack of self-confidence in your ability to move forward and your ability to overcome and your ability to succeed and to have a positive or a successful outcome. But I always say the enemy of good is perfection, right? I've said that many times before, and I believe that. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to always win all or none at all costs. But if you're making prog progressive steps towards the end result and you're learning along the way, then you're making progress. And that leads us to the next phase, the learning zone, the learning phase. You start reflecting on a lot of these challenges, a lot of the things that you're actually doing, things you're not familiar with, you're not comfortable with. 
and you start learning how to deal with them a little bit differently. Okay? You deal with them differently because you know what? You think back, I did it this way or I thought about it that way. That didn't work last time. Now, I'm going to do it a little bit differently. I'm going to do it this way. Let's try this. You know, as they talked about, you know, you can look at things of, hey, if you do things 100 times over and you fail 99 times, did you actually fail 99 times or did you figure out 99 ways not to do something? Because that 100th time, you actually accomplished your goal. It's a matter of perspective. And that perspective, good, bad, or indifferent, can actually form your opinion, your behavior, in every way in how you move forward or how you stand stagnant. But as you're in that learning phase and you're being very self-reflective, you start acquiring new skills. You start developing a greater level of confidence because of those newly acquired skills. And at that moment is where you start turning the curve and you start expanding your comfort zone. One step at a time, inch by inch. All right. That's where you hit the milestone of developing and going into your growth phase or your growth zone. Because now you have more of a driven purpose. You're more decisive and definitive based on newly acquired skills. And it helps in every aspect and every way to drive your confidence. So now, as I mentioned before, and we talked about this earlier, <laughs> push yourself, expand into areas and realms that are uncomfortable. And once they become comfortable, what did we say? Find a new uncomfortable, set new goals, set new objectives, and continuously do that. And you're going to continuously move forward and progress. You're going to continuously grow. And then at that point, set higher goals, higher aspirations, continue to challenge yourself, push more stretch goals that are a bit more aggressive than what were, but be very calculated and be very intentional. So I'll say it again. Don't just focus on breaking out. Also focus on expanding within your comfort zone. I used to always think about when I was building my networks and gaining new mentors in my, in my, my job and my career. And for whatever reason, if that mentor decided to leave, took an opportunity outside of the organization, um, I used to think about it, again, it's a matter of perspective. I used to think about it as, hey, I just lost my network. I lost a piece of my network. Now it's broken. How does that affect my ability or my goals that I've set in place? Man. Now I need to find a way to fill that void internally with someone else. Maybe someone I hadn't thought about. But I had to shift my way of thinking and understanding that my network wasn't broken. It just expanded beyond what I originally envisioned. It expanded beyond the barriers or the, the four walls, we'll say, of the company that I was in. So as we've talked about through this whole segment here, view your comfort zone in the same way. Don't focus so much on completely leaving it. 
focus on the continuous expansion of it. And you will be able to look back on your journey and see growth in yourself that you never envisioned. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Why Behind You. I hope you were able to gain additional insight and perspective from this week's discussion. If you felt this topic was a benefit to you, please hit subscribe to this podcast and share this message with others that may benefit as well. Please feel free to email me your comments and suggestions at you at the whybehindyou.org. I hope you have a great rest of your day and week, and I look forward to seeing you on next week's episode of The Why Behind You.